Lamb <laughs> Brewing Company, Columbus, Ohio. I'm good at that. Oh, that's good. Did you like that? Were you recording that one? Yeah. Land Grant Brewing presents Land Grant University. Beers with the Brewers. All right. Welcome, everybody, to the Thursday, March 24th, 2022 edition of Land Grant University presents Land Grant Brewing Beers of the Brewers. I'm Adam, one of the co-founders here at Land Grant. This week on the podcast, we have Mr. Walt Keys. How's it going? We have head brewer Dan Schaefer. Ahoy. And special guest returning for his second time on the podcast. Second time. Second time on the podcast, David Babner, here with uh, from M3S Sports. Talking about the uh, Cap City Half Marathon returning here this year. So excited to be here and so excited. It's our 19th year and, and obviously haven't had the race since 2019. So after a two-year layoff, so excited to be back. Huge celebration and, and really excited to talk about the partnership with you guys. Well, we are excited to, mm-hmm. to have you back on and to be a part of this again this year. It's been a lot of fun for us. I know Walt's uh, had a lot of fun creating the labels throughout the years. Yep. And so we were going to be talking about that beer second. That's the uh, 13.1 Recovery Haze Pale Ale. We got a double feature for you uh, with with our special guest. The first beer up is one of my favorite returning seasonal beers, and that is Spring Quarter Belgian Blonde Ale with local honey. So we say that this beer tastes refreshing, bright, fruity, and dry. So, I'd say all those things are accurate. Yeah, I've had a few sips of this. Dan, why don't you tell us about uh, Spring Quarter? Yeah, it's a bit of a bone crusher. I can feel it sucking all the moisture out of my body right now. <laughs> but um, yeah, this. So, um, folks might remember way back in the day um, when we did the original LGU, uh, we had multiple. Um, Belgian beers uh, that we split off from a 20-barrel batch into four-barrel batches, and we used a different yeast on each one. So um, I think the runaway favorite on that one, and um, certainly the brewer's favorite anyway, was the um, Duval strain. So uh, I've always wanted to use that again, and this year we had the opportunity. We've actually run that through our our pilot system a couple of times. Uh, Belgian quad coming your way shortly. Ooh. I haven't had a good quad in a while. Yeah, and if you haven't had the Belgian uh, Golden Strong, that is pretty much a Duval clone. I thought that turned out really well. Um, but this guy, um, uh, yeah, that's really the only change. Um, 7% ABV, uh, really rippingly dry. Um, yeah, I think it's like 0.2 Play-Doh. Um, so essentially, that's almost as dry as it can get. Yeah, if you're counting your calories, it's essentially zero. Um, 17 IBUs. Oh, so this is a zero-calorie beer? I'm not going to say that. <laughs> wow, look at that. Well, for all our fitness, all the fitness guys listening <laughs> in, that could be a, that, that could be a seven, good thing. There. That 7% of alcohol in there may beg, beg the question on that, uh, that, that claim. But. So it's not, a, it's not true. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> There's just nothing left. Shoot. There's just nothing left for, for the, the yeast to eat. No. They ate it all. I thought we had an no, incredible breakthrough there. They partied hard and crapped out and, yeah, are uh, sleeping it off. But... Um, 
the I think the orange blossom honey really pops on this uh, this year. And again, that really the only difference in process that we did was um, was the yeast strain. So I don't know what it is about it that lets that honey come through because it all it fermented out to nothing. The honey and usually. When you do that, there's not a lot of residual flavors left over, but it, um, I get a lot out of it anyway. So what, what yeast strain did we use previously? Uh, was that the French Saison yeast? We've run it through a couple of, a couple of different... It's, it's odd that the, the, the base recipe really hasn't changed um, from the, the original iteration of this beer, but we, we have messed with different yeast strains. So we've done... We did the French Saison a couple of times, um, we, I think last year, did the Saison Stein, which is a blend of the French Saison and the, um, oh, use your words, Dan. The other really famous, uh, Saison DuPont um, mm. strain. Uh, so you kind of get the best of both worlds. Um, but yeah, we really wanted to do something, or at least I wanted to do something that was um, really uh, true to the style and uh, brought a little bit something different. Um, I think there's... You get a little bit more phenols with a true Belgian strain as opposed to a Saison, but there's also a lot more esters going on. Um, we also had a really nice uh, fermentation profile on this. You started it low and ramped it up two degrees a day, so um, it did finish out um, with that increasing temperature, but also it didn't, you know... I'm sure people have had, you know, certainly I did back in the day when um, it was cool to brew belgian beers have one that tasted like rocket fuel and that's <laughs> you started out if you started out in the 70s it's going to be harsh you know throat scorcher well it's interesting but while we were getting ready i i mentioned to walt that it did taste different that i wondered if we had changed the yeast i didn't read the notes beforehand and i feel like the previous strains it was maybe a little more spicy and maybe that's more of the the Cezanne strain where and whether it's the power of suggestion or not, but it, it definitely was not as spicy on the back end. But now that you mention the honey, I can I can really taste that on the finish of this beer. Yeah, it's. Um, I think everything comes through more cleanly with this strain. The the, the pills malt, the wheat malt. Um, I think I get more of. Uh, more of those tet hops and spicy. It's like you said, there is a spiciness there, but I almost think it's coming from the hops as opposed to the yeast yeah. strain. It's way more of a golden ale than... I feel like before it was almost like a light Saison, maybe because of the yeast too. Yeah. Wow. Well, tell me this, guys. So so for some of, our, some of the listeners to the podcast that may be tuning in for the first time or second time from M3S Sports going, hey, they may be talking about You mean about you haven't th- listened to every episode <laughs> since well, you've been I, out now? now, now I, I partake been, uh, in a number <laughs> of them, and I know a lot of our folks do on the team, but, but you've said a lot of things, Dan, there that are interesting to me. For, for somebody tasting it the first time, um, tell me how you do that. Tell me what's what's the, what's the proper way for me to taste beer the first time and maybe experience some of the things you just talked about. I, I think that um, one, you look at it because you're a lot of expectations are met by by what it looks like, um, okay. but also um, so the bright uh, gold, slight hazy, right, non-transparent. You know, it's um, it's a, a nice. Medium gold color, um, lending towards pale, but it's not, you know, it's not like a macro lager. It's a really it. nice looking beer. Yeah. It's a great looking beer. I, we, we intentionally ran it through the, uh, the centrifuge pretty slow to try to get, um, 
you know, try to get it as to drop as bright as we can. But that also that yeast strain uh, just does not want to come out of uh, solution very much. So this beer would look great in those new uh, Land Grant Belgian footed uh, new new logo glasses, yeah. wouldn't it? Available on LandGrantBrewing.com. Oh wow! <laughs> right wow. now, shameless. So, shameless. Shameless. Um, shameless. So but then, Dan, I'm gonna smell it. I'm gonna get the aroma. Yeah, it's. I also think there's a perception that somehow that you're, you taste something and you have uh, an association with a memory or a food and somehow you're wrong. You're not wrong. It's just um, that is your perception. Yeah, it's possible for someone to confuse um, flavors or closely related uh, foods and, and, and drinks. But, um, yeah, I would say that uh, you should trust your instincts okay. in terms of what are you getting? What do you get out of... Uh, out of this like I also um, am biased because I have expectations I know what the ingredients taste like um, I know what I'm supposed to be getting out of all these things according to the people that sell them to me so um, I might um, have a bias to say oh you know like uh, when I, r- I wrote the original tasting notes like they uh, um, sometimes you say um, bubble gum for uh, for uh, a Belgian yeast strain. I, I said kids cereal marshmallows because that's what it reminded me of. Um, lemon orange candy, although I think it, it's more, I don't know, not so candied this year. I think I get more of a closer to an orange peel or an orange blossom. Well, obviously orange blossom. Yeah, yeah, I would yeah. say definitely flor- more floral than, than, than candy. Um, there was kind of a green apple thing with the, the Saison yeast last year. I think it lends more towards like a pear. Um, yeah. And, and the, the Pils malt and the wheat malt, I always know what to, to expect from that. The, the Pils malt is kind of like a saltine without the salt. And um, the, the wheat malt is just like bread dough. You get that nice sort of tangy bread dough thing on the finish. Yeah, and, you, and, and, and just like what... You know, whether you're drinking a wine or a, uh, a spirit, kind of let it roll over your tongue and breathe in and let, let kind of it open up and uh, um, hit all the senses on it, too, I think is a... Yeah. But also don't think too hard thing. about that. Yeah. I, I really don't want, like, tables of people at Land Grant <laughs> doing, <laughs> Spinning doing like, pinkies and, up and, right. like, you know, find, you jam your nose in the glass... Take a couple whiffs and then, you know, drink Take a thing and enjoy the people you're with, please, by all means. Well, it's funny. When I read the name and I heard saw honey, I said, okay, I can taste the honey as I do it. Then you started talking about all the other things that you tasted. And I'm like, yeah, I tasted that, too, and that, too. I mean, it's a great, complex. I mean, I could see this now. Back, back last time I was on the podcast, you guys talked about crushability index. I don't know if, oh, if I you think still that's, uh, that's a they, they call that a segue in, uh, in, the, in the media world. The crushability index is alive and well. Well, I mean, so David's asking the question, but I think that's the question mm-hmm. probably on everyone else's mind. <laughs> yeah. Wow, crushable. Is it? Uh, yeah. That's what- is it? We got the sound effects. Ah, uh, gotcha, so, gotcha. Uh, yeah, so, and for, for those of you that maybe haven't tuned in since the last uh, M3S Sports <laughs> edition, uh, crushability scale is based on a six pack. So it's a one through six. If you had six of these, you're sitting around, you know, getting maybe before you're going to train or <laughs> you know you, you maybe you maybe you have run a, a race and 13.1 hasn't come out 
uh, yet or isn't around. And uh, you have an Uber driver, Lyft driver, designated driver, or you're just sitting at home. Yeah. yeah. You're crushing responsibly. How much in that session of this beer could you finish responsibly? So let's start with our, yeah. our, our distinguished well, guest. I, I will tell you, this beer is a fantastic beer for post-training. So yeah. I could see myself <laughs> going out for a run, coming back. Maybe it's March Madness. Maybe it's a little golf on a weekend, sitting on mm-hmm. the couch. But I could definitely see myself having a few of these. Now, with the 7% alcohol and some of the, some of the uh, haziness, maybe, I, the way I'm looking through it, it's a, it feels a little... Not heavy to me. Heavy's not the right word. But I would say this is maybe three-ish, three, four for me, something in that range. Three, mm-hmm. four. Mm-hmm. You want to say three or you want to say four? Oh, I got Okay, if I'm We don't like to leave. No, we can't say three and a half. We got to drink the whole thing. Drink the whole thing. If I'm home for the afternoon <laughs> over the time, I, I'd say three on this one. I say it's crushable. All right. All right. Well, you're ready um, to go. I'm, I'm sort of in the same spot. I, I'm going to round up to four, though. Round up to four. Yeah, uh, agree. It's a deadly four, uh, and kind of an example of why Belgian styles, but particularly this beer, is great for this time of year when you don't know whether you're going to step out and it's like 45 or 65. Um, <laughs> I think particularly uh, this weekend is supposed to be kind of cold and miserable. Uh, yeah. I think this is definitely a, a four crusher. That's a good point because yeah, this beer could be either very refreshing on a hot day or kind of comforting and warming on a cold day. That's a that's a good way to think about it. Good spring. Yeah, beer yeah. for yeah. Central Ohio. Yeah, I'm gonna go. For, I'm gonna go four as well. I'm gonna go four. I think this is a. Uh, it's a beer I look forward to every year as I as I started out, and um, this edition is uh, up to the standards it's always been. And as Dan said, a little little, little change uh, for the good. So I'm 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 excited to to bring a six pack uh, home. This is usually a staple in my fridge as a nice transition beer. Uh, before pool party uh, hits hits the shelves. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah, I could right. see, I could see, I could see drinking a lot of this over over all of spring. I mean, this could be it's become a favorite beer of mine. I think you're gonna, I think you you, you hit a you, you hit a great uh, home run with this one. Congratulations! Yeah. Well, well, thank you. you again. It's um, I've always advocated for this uh, this time of year to be. Belgian beer month or whatever. Because <laughs> uh, we could with, do that. Maybe you know, we'll talk to talk to the mayor and get official yeah, Belgian get beer. He's going to be mayor's going to be here. Uh, or w- if you're listening to the episode, he was at the brewery Mr. this mayor. morning. Mr. Mayor, uh, yeah. we we're talking about we have the uh, city put in some uh, uh, charging stations in front of the brewery. So I saw big, that big when announcement. I came in. So, That's fantastic. Yeah, we yeah. should. We should. Uh, I'll bring that up. I'm going to. I have to introduce the mayor, and I'll go. Oh, by the way. <laughs> What are you thinking about uh, proclamation that this is a, that March is uh, Belgian Beer Heritage Month? There's all sorts of frivolous days and recognitions. I think this is something worthwhile. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe I'll introduce Dan first as like a curveball. (laughs) Be like, oh, I'd just like to introduce our head brewer. And then you, and then you can, you can, you can rant. You take the stage. I'll sidle in. Um, <laughs> and you could cheers to the new charging stations out front. Yeah. You got yeah. the whole. We'll, yeah, yeah. We'll see. Uh, we'll see how fast they uh, they pull us off the stage. <laughs> it wouldn't be the first time for me, so it's fine. All right. Well, any other thoughts on spring quarter? No, no. It's available now. It's available. Tap room and, and stores. Go All right. Get it. Well, for the beer that 
most are tuning into and for our special guest here. <laughs> we buried the lead here a little bit. Yeah. That's all right. <laughs> that's right. We, it's in the back g- of the store. You want to keep the back of the store. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, oh, but this is we, great, uh, though. We, I mean, we, we got can... the milk and, we got the milk and, uh, and eggs in the back of the store. We're at the milk and eggs right now. You got to wash past all the, the cereal, the Fruity Pebbles. That's right. So uh, next beer up, we're talking about the 13.1 Recovery Haze Pale Ale. So as a caveat, um, this is the third official this is the third official third official there's been four labels designed we uh Walt had the label ready to go uh for the 2020 iteration and then there was some sort of thing that happened uh that uh most of you probably know about but uh the the beer has changed all three years so this year is going to be uh, a recovery haze so we're gonna say this iteration of 13.1 is fruity Citrus, bright, and crushable. That's a that's a that's a that's crushable. That's a crushable leaves. It's, it's, it's crushable in, in leaves. It's, yeah, I don't know if that's like a leading the witness type thing. If well, we're uh, if we're gonna we're gonna uh, affect uh, everyone's rating on the crushability scale. But before we start talking more about the uh, the race and our partnership, let's learn about this year's iteration, Dan. Take it away. Yeah. So um, this might have heard me yammering on uh, last week uh, in the Green Greenie uh, podcast about low ABV beers and hops and why uh, those two things don't necessarily go together. So the idea on this one, um, again, because water is a much better solvent of vegetal flavors than, um, than all the hoppy, oily goodness that we want, and alcohol is a better solvent of those things, so if you got a low ABV beer, you have to find a different way to get those in. So instead of there, this has um, not been dry hopped. Instead, they just had a massive um, dose of cryo hops on the hot side uh, with Idaho 7 and Equinot cryo. And um, the idea being the both. Oh, Equinot, huh? Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> The cryo virgin <laughs> again. Hey, we know we know from last year Equinot yeah. won. So. Yes, David. Just uh, Adam notoriously doesn't enjoy Equinot hops, so we actually brewed a beer last year called Adam versus Equinot. Ah, and, uh, and it was he a came around. Beer. Beer. He, he came around. around. Too. He came Equinot, around. Equinot won. It beat me. I'm, I was defeated. All right, sorry, Dan. Continue. Yeah. Um, so both of these hops. Uh, on um, YCH did some research, and uh, they they persist through the whirlpool um, into fermentation um, and um, stay in the beer. So a lot of, uh, of whirlpool additions can get scrubbed out by a vigorous fermentation. These are two that are more persistent. So we can do more on the hot side. Again, cryo hops are twice as concentrated as normal T90 hops. Um, and they have uh, half as much vegetal matter. So again, less less of that green sort of character for um, it gets into the beer. So perfect for a low ABV beer per your lead-in. I, I think this is probably the best iteration that we've done of, of this, of, of various low ABV, um, certainly hazy beers. But yeah, yeah, only yeah, it's delicious. Three and a half um, percent ABV. I think calculated was something ridiculous, like 65 IBUs, but obviously does not come across that way. Uh, it was really only like I think maybe 65% attenuated, so there's quite a bit of, uh, of malt character left in there. 
Um, so along with our silo malts, um, a bunch of oat flakes, uh, wheat malt, and malted oats. Um, I'm not, I said that, you know, yeah, I did get all of that in there. So it's actually, I think, over 50% adjuncts, so uh, not malted barley. Um, I think that tends to help. And we just mash this thing super, super high uh, to try to keep as many... Um, as much mouthfeel and, and malt character in it, so it's just not watery. And what fit. type of temperature do you mash that at? One sixty is probably oh, the wow. max you want to go. Yeah, well, we actually had had trouble hitting it because it was so cold when we were doing it, and the malt coming in to the mash tun sitting outside was, was yeah. sitting outside and coming in at like maybe forty five degrees. And uh, you really, we our strike water was pushing one eighty, and you don't want to do that because. Once you hit 180, you pretty much deactivate all the enzymes in the malt, and then you need to get zero conversion, which isn't what we want. We want, you know, light conversion. So it was... This um, is the science part. Well, right? with all that said, it's delicious. <laughs> <laughs> you guys should know better than to do a double header of, like, two technical beers like this. You this know I'm fantastic. not going to shut up. Well, and Dan, I appreciate it. I know it was, it was probably a week or so ago. Maybe or so maybe it's a little bit longer than that that you let me hear and, and I got a chance to actually help in the brewing process and then this morning got to help in the canning process. So I don't know if this race business thing doesn't work out. I may be able to come help you guys out for a yeah, moment. We can this was fun. Work, get you some boots. We, some, we are hiring, so <laughs> we always do need a, a spare pair of hands. So well, this is this is fantastic. Now, what you can't see on the podcast, but all of the participants will see uh, at the finish line, and we'll talk about that in a little bit, is this fantastic label artwork. Uh, that Walt did, I think, of the three years we've done, and each one, I keep uh, the, the first one was fantastic. The second one, I say that's even better. This one is is out of this world. I mean, this you took the metal and you reworked it. There's a space on here for your finishing time. Mm-hmm. I noticed you guys haven't written your finishing time down yet, so we'll work on that, guys, as we get we get closer <laughs> that to means April thirtieth. I choose not to run. <laughs> well, you can either I write choose how long it took you to finish the race or how long it took you to finish the race. Yeah, yeah, you could do that. either. I write down my time in five minutes. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. great stuff, and it's delicious. And um, you know, I, 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 we really value the partnership. I think it's fantastic. You know, we were built in Columbus. Race is 19 years old. Obviously, you guys are right here in Franklinton. It's a, you know, we're all about Columbus and and, and raising Columbus up and making and and I, you know, as we say uh, now, Columbus is back. You know, we had two years off. You guys have been, you know, striving through through the last two years. We've been doing the same thing, and now we get ready to kick off and celebrate all of this on April 30th. Yeah, no, I, I think what, what makes this uh, partnership work, at least from our standpoint, it's, you know, what we talk about with the crew or any other Pelotonia. It's, it's stuff that um, we believe that is, is great for Columbus, that it's great, uh, not, you know, not, not just benefiting us, but it, it, it helps build the city up and, uh, it's you know to be down there, um, and and I think it's you know it's 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 a lot more as someone who doesn't run a lot. It's a very accessible event, um, having having the different various levels of it and capping off with the with the with the with the main event on the the half marathon, right? Yes. So, yeah, yeah. So it's you know we've got th- that's what it's all about. It's all about participation and celebration, right? It's just like on the front of this beer. 
the metal picture on the front of the beer, the artwork on the front of the beer. Every single person that finishes, whether you're first in the race, last in the race, you get the same finisher medal. We've got a 5K, so just come out. If you're just starting out, you just want to walk, run, hop, skip, we don't care how you participate, just participate. So we've got a 5K, a quarter marathon, which is six and a half miles, and then uh, one of the largest uh, half marathons, standalone half marathons in the Midwest in, in the Ohio Health Capital City half marathon. So proud to be here 19, uh, 19 years. I can't believe it's been that long. I must have been about 13 when we started this. That's right, uh, yeah. But it's, uh, it's been couldn't a Couldn't have drank the beer. You couldn't, couldn't have, have drank the beer, the beer if we had a beer back then. So. And, right, but now we can, and I actually have kids old enough to drink the beer now, which is kind of scary. So, um, But it's uh, I, back to the beer itself. I've tasted all three. I think we were in a week the first year. Uh, Gosen, am I saying that correctly? Yeah. Yeah. Goes yeah. last year. Yep. And now this. This is fantastic. And uh, I read some electrolytes in here, and this is a oh. great. God, I almost forgot that part. Yeah, so um, uh, we naturally have things that would be considered electrolytes. Actually, beer is, is probably not as uh, well advertised as a uh, healthy alternative um, as it should be. Um, We're going to asterisk that in case the uh, FDA is listening to this. <laughs> re- re- reference this, uh, opinions re- of Dan Chambers, <laughs> not opinions of uh, uh, Brewing Company. Reference uh, uh, Charlie Bamforth. He has a lot to say on the subject. <laughs> but um, in addition to uh, calcium chloride, um, we also use some. Uh, if, if you put too much calcium in the beer, it comes. It can come across as chalky. But um, luckily, um, they make um, magnesium chloride. Um, magnesium also being a very important uh, electrolyte for uh, muscle function. And um, uh, that is sold as kind of a, a, an alternative uh, salt for people who have um, um, high salt levels. Uh, so we use that uh, in addition to our calcium chloride to add additional electrolytes to the beer. Well, as you can tell, I, I know you guys know this if you're down here on Saturday or Sunday, but there's a ton of training groups, a number of them that participate in the Ohio Health Capital City Half Marathon that train right from here. And then they'll have a beer afterwards, and, and, and a lion's share of our demographic drink beer. So I think the, you know, a lot of the old stereotypical, you don't drink beer to finish, you don't drink beer when you're finished. I wanted to change that with this partnership when I first met Adam and Walt to say, hey, we know a lot of our people are doing it. I grew up in New England. The Boston Marathon has has uh, promoted beer at the finish line for a number of years, so I kind of grew up and saw that. But I said, you know, wouldn't it be cool, Adam and Walt, if we were the first beer in the country that ha- or first race in the country that had our own beer? So you guys jumped into that mix, and it was pretty cool, and we were able to make that happen. And every single participant over 21 yes. <laughs> that comes across the finish line is going to join us in the Columbus Commons uh, for a free... Uh, land grant 13.1 recovery haze pale ale. So. Yeah. And I will say, yeah, and as someone who's now been to the race but hasn't run it, I mean, that's a full-on party you guys have at the, at the finish line. It is, there's, there's no other way to describe it but a party. I mean, everyone's having beers, there's music, there's food. I mean, if you run the race, don't run the race, come down and, and party. I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a blast. Yeah. So I'm, 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 I'm pulling for two years off we're gonna have a an absolutely perfect weather day i think the in the in the in, the, in our previous uh, participation <laughs> i think the first year it was about 38 degrees mm-hmm. as as is uh 
maybe a better spring quarter day uh, per, per our conversation <laughs> earlier. And then uh, I, I think the last time it started out like really pretty nice in like the 50s and then dropped throughout the afternoon. And by the time that uh, that we were finished, it, it got down into the, into the 40s and overcast yeah. and whatnot. But you never know. You never know. And, you know, that's the thing. We want to be a huge celebration of the healthy, active lifestyle and the right of spring in Columbus. And training in Columbus in the wintertime is not fun. And you're running in snow and you're running in cold weather. You're running on a treadmill inside. You're doing other things. So you want to kick it off. And, and late April, April 30th this year, we're hoping, knock on wood, knock on the table here, uh, in the Kickstarter room, that, that this is going to be, uh, we're going to get some great weather. Um, and regardless of the weather, we're going to have a huge celebration. Walt, as you said, what we've designed this to be is, um, races in the 70s and 80s and even early 90s were all about kind of the final exam you train to the point. We're not about that. We're just celebrating the fact you committed to the healthy, active lifestyle. A lot of our folks run so they can have a couple extra beers or pizza or eat well or eat little Ray Rays out back. Just it's, it's, it's all about life in moderation and celebrating the healthy, active lifestyle. And, you know, I think our partnership kind of exemplifies what we're talking about there with land grant at the finish um and i know coming up soon here on april 14th we're going to actually uh launch the beer for everybody and have a lot of folks here we mentioned some city officials earlier and a lot of our sponsors and participants and ambassadors and folks will be here uh we're gonna have a lot of fun from four to seven here thursday april 14th nice big kickoff right in land grant it's kind of become a tradition a couple of weeks before the race so excited to be back here again on april 14th but no that's exciting but you know Back to the beer real quick. Yeah, let's get to the beer. I think I think we jump. I think we jumped to everyone's question. Now again, let's. Uh, uh, we. This might be our best under four percent. This got to be the best under four percent beer that we've made. This is damn this good. Is, this is damn good beer. I, I don't like to use hyperbole a lot. Uh, this is gonna be. I, I'm gonna be taking a lot of this home and. Uh, uh, sticking this in the fridge. Pretty, pretty good. Yeah, pretty, mm-hmm. pretty good. So, yeah, I think everything you said, Dan, about you know really showcasing the hops and really getting a lot of that flavor. A lot of times when you have beer under four percent, it's it's thin, it's lacking in uh, all the qualities you want in a beer. But you know, you you end up uh, have to sacrifice something usually for that alcohol percentage, and um, you know. It's it's maybe a, a less golden color. Maybe we sacrifice some of the golden color, and uh, it's a it's a very pale yellow, and that and that might be it on this beer. Yeah, it usually the, the big thing is the hop bite. It's the the green t- type of carrot top flavor that scorches the back of your throat. Um, people trying to dry hop a, a low ABV beer, and it just doesn't work. So, yeah. Um, yeah, hopefully we avoided most of that. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think this is going to be a pretty e- the, maybe the easiest quiz we've had on the uh, on beers of the brewers. But uh, the question that is on uh, most of the runners' mind out there yeah. uh, is how crushable this is. How crushable is it? We'll start again yeah. with our, uh, our our distinguished guest, well, Mr. Babner. I know I can't go higher than six. But if I was at home or after a race or if I just if I'm rewarding myself after finishing a half marathon or any other race, this is if our highest rating is a six, we're at a six. 
Yeah, we did have a quarantine edition uh, rating that I think was a seven. Um, but you get the extra can. Yeah, but yeah, <laughs> but yeah so six is, is traditionally the, the, yeah, the six is the highest. The apex of six the, uh, plus. This is exactly half of uh, of, of spring quarter, which is uh, which makes doubled. sense. Then. You've doubled. I doubled you've it. Doubled. It makes sense. You've doubled it. Well, yeah. I mean, this is a pretty easy one. Yeah, this is a, a six. No problem. Or you've laid out the math. It has to be a six. Yeah. It's, yeah. Uh, Ring the bell. It's Ring mathematically the bell. impossible it's, it's to say easy. anything else. It's three and a half percent. It's a super drinkable, delicious uh, flavor. Whether you really enjoy hops, you're going to like it. Whether you hate hops because you think that they're just bitter and don't actually understand that they impart a lot more things to your beer, you're going to love this beer, too. So you're going to want to look out for 13.1 Recovery Haze. It's going to be... Uh, select stores around town. Mm-hmm. I know Giant Eagle is going to have a lot of it, uh, as Giant Eagle is a is uh, proud sponsor of the 13.1 Cap City Half Marathon. They are big, big partners. Big shout out to Brian Ferrier and the whole team over at, at Giant Eagle. Um, and they are, are looking forward to having this in the stores because it's always a big seller for them when it's there. Yeah, and this is a uh, versus other years, uh, again, beer's been, beer has been. On point for for the race and on point for uh, what we designed it to be. Um, I think one, this is this is one that if you grab it not because of the race and you just grab it because of the beer, you're gonna go, man, that's one of the best under four percent beers I've ever had. It uh, it makes me really happy because the you know the term session comes mostly from pubs in the UK and it does remind me quite a bit of um, beers that I had when I was studying overseas and um, had a lot of three and a half, four and a half percent beers that were also delicious. And that is possible. Um, And the fact that I think this would sit very well, um, maybe not on cask, but who knows, um, next to one of those beers makes me really happy. Well, yeah. And I mean, do we plug registering for the race or the run? We we absolutely should do Uh, that. Yeah. If we we haven't already, we should do it again. We haven't, we haven't plugged it yet. Um, I know I, I did some displays with QR codes that are going to take you to, to register that'll be around in stores. But if you want to tell them how well, people can register and get involved and all that fun stuff. Absolutely. So CapitalCityHalfMarathon.com. Um, what's awesome, and, and uh, we're very honored and I guess blessed and, and fortunate because a lot of folks over the last two years weren't as fortunate in this business and some of our vendors and things. It, it, it was a tough 24 months for a lot of those folks. We're coming out of it. Our registration numbers are stronger than ever. Uh, moving towards selling this out, which is pretty unbelievable. We're way ahead of our 2019 numbers. Plenty of spots left for you, though. However, we're going to keep it open. We want to keep it open because we want everybody to participate as long as they can. CapitalCityHalfMarathon.com. There's, uh, like like Walt mentioned, ton of accessibility, 13.1 miles, 6.55 miles, and 3.1 I know the 5K is getting close to getting sold out, but but get in there, get in there, get registered, come see the party, and you're not going to be disappointed uh, with the the addition of the 13.1 this year from Land Grant when you cross that finish line. Listen to the concert, hang out in the Columbus Commons, a lot of fun. Yeah, and if you, if you're not a runner, and maybe a friend of yours is, or your spouse, or your kid, or whoever are running, and you're not, you should still come down and 
celebrate the uh, celebrate the event, celebrate the runners, celebrate the day because it's it's a ton of fun. And one of the things we didn't talk about is the course a little bit starts and finishes on High Street, right out in front of the Columbus Commons. I know Walt, you came up on the stage one year, hung <laughs> did, out, yeah. and and uh, uh, run down into German Village. Uh, awesome tour. It's a great tour, of Columbus. You run through German Village, then you get to run up through Neil uh, up Neil Avenue around campus. Come on back down and, and finish back uh, through the short north and then over to Columbus Commons to the huge post race party where we'll have a it goes on till one o'clock. So, race starts at eight, party goes on till one. This is 8 a.m. for those of you that may be uh, night owls <laughs> here on the uh, uh, that, uh, that are listeners. So. Good point, but then, yeah. then the party can go on all day. It can't, it can't go down. It can't you can come day. on over to the tap room right. after you get yeah. done on it's, Saturday. It's, it's downhill all the way from the commons to land grant. That's like it's, it. it's easy walk. I actually over. had to make uh, I had to make that uh, walk and then in the walk back the first year that we did this, uh, we uh, a lot of us here were helping out the volunteers uh, that were serving the beer, and we didn't have um, can openers. We didn't have anything. We were opening the cans individually, oh. and uh, and so I had a, I, had a, I was the one designated to come back to Land Grant to uh, pick up a bunch of the keys uh, to open the cans. And uh, so I didn't run that day, but I I don't. Uh, it's but probably, you got a couple. You that's got a mile probably, I might have got the five k. I don't know. I, go. Yeah, I'm gonna say I did. But it's hey, an easy walk. It's I, an easy walk yeah. right you know, down Rich yeah. Street. You you mentioned the. The course uh, that you know that was the 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 non uh, the, the the hidden label. I don't know what you'd want to call it. Last year's label was uh, featured mm-hmm. the course, right? Uh, oh yeah, yeah. I was going to. Yeah, yeah. yeah that yeah. was uh, which 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 showcased the different neighborhoods uh, that the course runs through. So uh, mm-hmm. imagine Walt can put that. We'll put that up on a website somewhere. And um, next year's our twentieth anniversary. Maybe we bring that ooh, back with a little twentieth yeah, anniversary like that. Yeah. something like that. Yeah. So we don't have a question from a listener. That's a that's a tradition on the podcast. But I did have <laughs> tradition uh, of not yeah, a yeah, question. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The, uh, but I did have a question as someone who does listen to this podcast <laughs> and this is directed uh, towards David. So um, you know every time you're you're You've been on the podcast, uh, so the previous time, uh, and, 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 and we talk about uh, the Cap City Half Marathon, but uh, M3S Sports is not just the Cap City Half Marathon. You guys do a lot more races, a lot more things. If you, That's something that I don't know uh, if, if, if all the listeners out there realize all the other things that you guys are doing around Central Ohio and, and, and throughout uh, and, and throughout the country at this point right right so so one of the things we I talked about being cap city being founded in columbus we've got some races in in arizona and florida and a few other places but our home is columbus our headquarters in columbus we do 15 races a year in columbus we do over fifty thousand registrations across all the events with m3s sports um We've really got two stages, two sides of the company, and two things that, that we're really proud to have. One is events like the Ohio Health Capital City Half Marathon and the Emerald City Half Marathon in Dublin in the summertime, Flying Feather on Thanksgiving. We try to celebrate a lot of traditions and holidays that way. But we also have a lot of great events, like with the Columbus Crew coming up in June. We'll do the, the uh, Black and Gold 5K. We do a race with Ohio State. We do the Ohio State four-miler, largest four-miler in the country, finishes on the 50-yard line. We've done a race with the Columbus Blue Jackets. We do a race every year with the Columbus Blue Jackets that finishes on center ice. Also, presented- I might have to talk to you about that one. I couldn't get over here because they closed, well, the, they closed both the bridges down. Well, we if you were running again. Time. I know. I well, need to run instead 
again, of, instead of working, we'd, we'd get you instead there. of working. And, and <laughs> one of the things that's so great is our partnership with Ohio Health. They're, they are the title partner of seven of our events, including all the events with the sports teams. And it's just a it's a it's a wonderful partnership. We couldn't do what we do without them. Um, and you're right. We've been very lucky. Uh, we've made it our mission to equate uh, running events with stick and ball sports from a relevant standpoint. We've been trying. We, we've made participating in these events very inviting to anybody that wants to come. We embrace anybody who wants to participate. We hire people to be last. Adam, so if you ever participate, you'll never be last well, in one of our slow. events. I'm not slow. I'm just lazy. That's, well, that's we'll the get end. you out there. But <laughs> we, we just want everybody to come out and celebrate the healthy, active lifestyle. We, we embrace a healthy Columbus. Um, and so it's, it's been a wonderful 20 years here. Uh, and we're looking forward to another 20. Yeah, that's no. This is it, it's great. I think uh, uh, mentioning the 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 the, the new the, the crew. You got did you guys? Is this the first year of that? Did this you is did the it last second, second year. So I feel like you did it last it year. It was yeah, the yeah. first race out of COVID in the city of Columbus. That's right. And it was right at the new. You finished it at Lower.com, right? right? Lower. I think it was the first event at Lower.com, right? It, the stadium wasn't even open yet. Yeah. The construction guys were still working, and yet the team at the crew were so mm-hmm. were so great. They allowed our participants to go in and and enjoy themselves and and kind of see the whole stadium what a place lower.com is mm-hmm. that is so great for the arena district and everything in downtown columbus mm-hmm. i know you guys are a big partner should i say a massive partner we're a massive partner <laughs> and and i think uh uh you know what goes back how how, how you and i were introduced was <laughs> at, a, at a at a crew playoff game so 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 our guest the man he, he doesn't just he speak it he lives it he actually is living columbus you'll see you see see him around and uh uh you know it's it, it it's great seeing you at big events and, uh, and 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 you being a host of one of the the great ones in the city, we we appreciate that, and we we appreciate the partnership. I mean, it, it, it's again in our third of six years sure. technically, uh, but you know we we every year. Uh, you know, it's one of the first emails I know we send out. Hey, we're doing this again. You know, Absolutely. let's let's do this again. This is uh, great to to great marriage of. Uh, a, a race that celebrates a healthy lifestyle and something that maybe isn't as healthy, but can make, uh, they're both about having fun. That's what it's uh, all about. And that's what it's all about. So again, we appreciate you coming on, spend the time. Any other thoughts? Yeah. Well, I just, you know, thoughts? it's funny. I always say I'm a very incremental guy and things have grown over the last 20 years here in Columbus, but it's just like our relationship, right? We did this with the Ohio Health Capital City Half Marathon. Now in June, when we do the fifth line 5k, all the participants presented by Ohio Health, all the participants are going to get a massive, right, when they finish. Yeah. So it just kind of it just kind of keeps growing the relationship we have and through the events, and it's fantastic. It's great for Columbus, great for us, great for you know, great for all everybody who comes out and wants to be part of it. And if they come out in June, they'll get a massive. And if they come out uh, April 30th when we see everybody there, the largest one of the largest half marathons in the entire region, uh, they'll get our 13.1 recovery haze pale ale. And yeah. and they'll have enough time to recover if they had that thirteen between to April do both. and June. So. There you go. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks everyone for tuning in. We appreciate it. Hopefully, uh, you uh, learned a little bit about the uh, Recovery Haze Pale Ale Spring Quarter. Make sure to check out uh, the uh, Cap City Half Marathon website and register so you can get yourself one of these. We'll have the link in the description of the podcast. And just as a, as a quick rundown, come on down. We still got March Madness going on. Uh, we got uh, Ray Race here all weekend. Mm-hmm. Uh, Monday, we added on uh, Aloha Aina food truck uh, now that Euchre is over. Mm-hmm. Uh, very delicious head. It's a now an off-menu thing. The, their spam um, 
Steam, Steam Bun, mm-hmm. uh, uh, apparently people got a, were afraid of spam. And they took it off, but they always still have it. I grew up camping with Spam, oh, so I, yeah. that's, that's a, yeah. it, it's a it's delicacy. A, it's very good. And Tuesday nights, uh, we have uh, we we have trivia, uh, trivia with Travis, uh, and we also have here tortilla. the uh, tortilla food truck. Wednesdays we have uh, two fat idiots. Yep. Anything else I missed on that? Well, I sorry, nah, I, I took your nah, part. That's all right. It's been a big episode, but yeah, just March Madness coming down on March with us. U, uh, U.S. Men's National Team Panama on Sunday. Come down and watch that with us. An AO Columbus American Outlaws and the Nordic and a, a local soccer team called the Crew. Um, so come down and watch yeah. that tonight, match with us tonight's uh, USA Mexico Thursday. Oh yeah, twenty fifth tonight. Crew's yeah. doing something at the stadium. I'll probably be down here watching it here. So don't yeah. tell the crew. Come tonight. Come Sunday, cheer on the, the Yanks, and, uh, yeah, that's all we got. Stay tuned for uh, all the summer beer garden uh, extravaganzas yeah. going on. It's beer garden season. Mm-hmm. Hey, yeah. everyone. All right. Thanks again. Tip your bartenders. <laughs>